Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. You know, last night, I did a, 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 a one-hour podcast about Bill Cosby and uh, Kavanaugh. We, we talked about Bill Cosby, Kavanaugh, and a couple of the other uh, noted guys who were accused of sexual misconduct. And the only one that's actually doing any time right now is Bill Cosby. I want to go into uh, talking about that and how the media on top of everybody else is trying to put their foot on ne- on, our, on our necks. This is DJ Wolf Live. Alright guys, <clears throat> you know, a couple things I gotta talk about. The first thing is, uh, yes, my studio is finally completed. Well, in principle, I just got to hook the connections up, and once I get the connections hooked up, I'll be ready to rock and roll. Um, probably by the end of the end of the week, I hope. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm looking. I'm looking at the end of the week. Only other thing I need to get is a couple of uh, studio monitors for my uh, to coincide with my live broadcast and to uh, do some updates to it to enhance it a little bit. Where everything is pretty much all systems to go. All right. Now, as promised, if you guys, uh, Spreaker, most of you Spreaker, Spreaker audience have not uh, or did not get a chance to hear my uh, podcast last night on YouTube, usually I do a, a combined podcast with both Spreaker and YouTube. And I did. I just did a, a YouTube hangout. Uh, podcast last night was was basically YouTube Google Hangout, and I I went extensively into what I usually talk about about uh, the situation with Bill Cosby, as well as Kavanaugh and others, and I had to go. I went a little ham on it. I had to, man, because it's been eating me up, you know. The media, the white stream media decide, you know, what's fair and what should be told instead of what we really need to hear. And in essence, the white stream media is the ones that actually dictate or, or they try to dictate a specific outcome. And they generate that specific outcome to the public to persuade uh, the powers that be what should be done in order for them to get views I'm telling you all this sensationalism someone else brought an interesting topic regarding uh, regarding uh, what was it oh regarding the trials and I, it just dawned on me when they said it basically what they said was that you uh when you watch these trials, notice the trials 
has the names of the victims in the trial. That usually isn't the case if someone is defending themselves in a trial against a black, uh, uh, I mean, against a, uh, a racist uh, murder. I noticed that. I've noticed that a lot. Why are these guys on my ass like this in the morning? This don't make no fucking sense. I'm not gonna get that much more out of me other than 65. That's it. But uh, nevertheless, they do this every fucking morning. Nevertheless, notice the trials have the names of the victims in the trial name. The case, the Trayvon Martin case, the Mike Brown case. I mean, I mean, really? The Eric Gardner case. None of them are not the case about t Daniel, uh, doesn't say Daniel Portalio or uh, Darren Wilson or George Zimmerman, the case against, you know, blah, blah. No. Mm -mm. The media put the names of the victims as, as though they're on trial. And they're right. I'm talking about the person that said that. They're absolutely right. This is what they do. And they do it intentionally. Hey. Yeah. Every morning. But um it makes no sense. That how is it that you got trials and the names of the trials are the Trayvon Martin trial? Seriously? Um it, as though the victim is on trial instead of the daggone person who did the who did the you know the alleged uh, uh, murder well in the case of George Zimmerman that wasn't alleged he did it I'm sorry he definitely did it so did Darren Wilson and so did Daniel Patton you know but the media I have to blame for a lot of reasons why these trials go the way they go the, the mainstream media or the white stream media which is what I call it because that's who predominantly owns most of the media in this country and this, and this world. You know, and like I said, you, if you want to follow my uh, latest uh, live podcast on YouTube, you have to go to youtube.com and uh, look up my channel, For All To Hear TV, which is F-O-R-A-L-L, the number two, H-E-A-R. That's a F O. L, uh, I'm sorry, F-O-R-A-L-L, -L, the number two, H-E-A-R, for all to hear TV on YouTube, guys. Um, so, in any case, the media has been doing this a lot. And the way it's going now, man, it's like the country wants, they want to focus, and, they, and, and somebody else brought up something about this too. This country has had a long history of messing with our most prominent black celebrities. They've been doing it for years. You know, and, and somebody was going, they went all the way back to Jack Johnson. That's true. They fuck with Jack Johnson. They really they fuck with Ali. You know, um, and we can go on and on and on. It's like, well, we don't care how famous y'all niggas get. We're going to show you that we hold the power. 
and that's the kind of games they play. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. Now I'm gonna go out on a limb on it. I know white people. I work with white people. Am I friends with these white people outside of work? No, I'm not actually. <laughs> there was one guy who I did work with that was pretty cool, man. And uh, he actually invited me over to his house and everything. And, and I never did get a chance to go. Uh, I, I, I lost contact with him. Really good dude. And, and, and yeah, he was a country boy by heart, but he was a really, really nice guy. We worked together all the time, man. I actually miss talking to him. But uh, beyond that, I don't have any white friends. I, I try, I, and, I, and this is me personally, I try not to put hate, I, I try not to have hate in my heart for nobody. You know? And I really, to be honest, for the most part, I don't. You know? But people who know that this, you know, who know people who doing this shit is generally the people who I actually despise because to me, you're protecting those very people who are doing it. You know? That's what... That's what gets to me. Honestly. That's what gets to me a lot. But. It's, you know. The mainstream media. And the bully pulpit of Fox News. Which is not. Which is on another level. Decides they want to control what we think and what we hear and what we see. Unfortunately, they took over BET and TV One. Really, they're just two networks that are owned by the white stream media that uh, generates uh, black uh, content on top of it. That's all they do. There is no black-owned media. In terms of major markets, there's none. None. BET had a president that actually was in partnership with Wolf White Guy, just like Own. Own is not a black owned media. Not and definitely not now, because Oprah sold 25% of her stock. She was a partial owner. As much money as she got, she could have just went on and just, just took total control. But she didn't want to do that. She did not want to do that. You know, on some respects I don't blame her, but in other respects I would have been like, you know what? Why didn't you just sell fifty percent of your stock or twenty five percent of your stock to a black company, an upstart media company that actually was prominent enough that could have helped sustain the network along with you, and it could have been completely fifty percent black owned along with you. But no, Oprah. You sold 25%. You were out to make a profit. We all know that. That's the real reason you got your, got put, got just some skin in the game on it because of that. You know? That's a known fact. <coughs> but no, she sold the 25% back to the white people. Yes, that's exactly what she did. And she has only 25% left, which means at some point within the next five years it will be overtaken and it will and, uh, own likely will, will, will cease to exist anymore which is a shame because they got such great programming on there man 
they really do. The programming on it is tremendous. I think 2019 celebrates the 10th anniversary. That's a damn shame, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm still disappointed in that. But it's, a, it's a, also a damn shame that you got all these black players out here. And I'm talking about not just in, in the, you know, in, in, in there are uh, black media executives out here. Uh, there are black moguls out here. Uh, there are enough black people to start a network, a major network. But no one's doing it. I'm surprised there aren't NFL players who were out there nailing uh, the last two years that didn't start one of themselves. Notice they don't kneel anymore. No, nope. at least I haven't been in any reports of it. But I also stopped watching the NFL too, by the way. Yesterday, for some strange reason, I just couldn't get into the games. There were, you know, there were like two or three overtimes yesterday in three major games. I didn't watch any of them. The Browns actually lost another uh, nail biter. I don't recall if it was an overtime or not, but they did lose a hard fought game to, to the Raiders. Um, Dallas won. I didn't see that one. Of course, when they they always win when I don't watch them, but that's another story. But it, it's funny that we do all this protesting and stuff, and I thought about that. Yet we don't own one percent of the, you know, media market that controls what we have to say about what's going on in our communities. No, we really don't. That in itself is a damn shame. It really, truly is. You know, that's why I'm, th I'm saying thank God for social media. You know, I'm still working to have a, a little bit of an independence in myself. I haven't, one of the things I would like to do for myself personally is start a, a, my own website where I can actually produce my own content and own the content that's on there outright. There's other content I have never released that I do own personally, but I've never been able to release it to the public because I don't own my own website, number one, and I would have probably had to get the rights to some of the music on there. Whereas YouTube, I can play music that's, that, that's pretty much owned and run by YouTube, but it's on YouTube, you know, but I would like to get my own at some point. I would like to love to get my own website where I can actually put my own stuff on there and control the stuff that I post on there. I noticed one thing last night that happened when I was doing my uh, live uh, video podcast with that ooh, wow. was that at one point it just, the whole screen went black. The entire screen went black. It happened twice last night, and I'm thinking that's because someone actually is recording my pod, my podcast on there. There's no doubt about it. I know they are, because I've heard of several prominent YouTubers that that has happened to. And the sound changed and everything. And matter of fact, it happened on me a few times. I know my channel's been fucked with. That's why I only have 170 subs. Not that I don't appreciate it. I thank all, each and every one of you for subbing to my channel. But I know there's been fucked with because I should have a lot more than 170 subscribers. <laughs> I know that. You know, and I think YouTube, uh, they don't, uh, how can I put it? For some reason, my subjects aren't seen as, 
much or as often as other other channels are. And I've been in this game for a while. I've been I've been, I've been doing it diligently for about five years. Probably really about almost six years, but but more than not the last five. But um, I do feel that uh, honestly, I feel that there is a need for me to grow. There's a need for many, many social media channels like mine for me to be heard. Um, some of us do it more than others. Some of us do it a little less. You know, a couple of subs who follow me actually are, they do it sometimes. I do mine, well, I try to do mine at least once a day or three or four times a week so I can keep current with what's going on. And I basically try to talk about a lot of stuff that's on my mind based on the subjects that, I, that, I'm, that I'm hearing and seeing and reading about that strikes strikes a chord in me. And when it strikes a chord in me, I'm ready to talk. I'll be honest with you because it's uh, there's things about a lot of current events is going on that really hits me hard like the Cosby thing that that thing hit me kind of hard I grew up on Bill Cosby you know I talked about this before and you know, I'm still talking about it now and it really does I mean I, I mean I watched Bill Cosby my entire life literally my entire life I remember watching I Spy when I was two years old you know when it was still on television you know and that's how far back I go with uh, Bill Cosby. I go back a long ways with him, man, over 50 years. And uh, it's really a shame. And it's also very heartbreaking to watch the man who I grew up watching as a very, very young, as a very as a toddler, really, to watch him at 81 years old being carted off behind bars in the twilight of his life. It hurts, you know? It hurts so bad. It really do. I'm really sad to see that, man. This is a guy who was the pinnacle of uh, c comedy in Hollywood. Like somebody said, it, not just black comedy, comedy in general. He was like the biggest icon in comedy. Even guys like Jerry Seinfeld and George Carlin to Chris Rock and and follow this guy. You know? Sort of. Well, I'm women that Chris Rock, but definitely uh, guys like Seinfeld, for certain, you know, looked up to Cosby. But I still believe that Cosby, for the most part, was innocent. I do believe that. Yet the media try to paint him as a sexual predator, which I have a problem with. How do you want to paint this guy? All of a sudden, you paint him as a sexual predator. The most of the trial didn't even label him as a, I mean, I mean, I take that back, as a violent sexual predator. The media said he was a violent sexual predator. He wasn't even known in the trials as a violent sexual predator. He wasn't known for hitting these women. Now, once did that ever come up, but the media put a spin on something that wasn't true, just like they do with everything else. You know? Now, granted, some of it and I can say some of it may have been of his own doing considering he did cheat on his wife numerous times and it was documented but I really do not believe that he did it to all the women 
And I know I don't believe he did that to all those women willingly either. I really do not believe that. I've been saying for years. And he only actually admitted to one. But that's all it took. That's all they was waiting on. You admit to one, we got you. Initially, this thing was a mistrial. Because they didn't have enough for them. Well, we got to retry them again. After a mistrial. A complete mistrial on it. You are retrying for something that you didn't have any proof on the first time. And we're going to retry them again for the same thing. That's bullshit in itself. You know, y'all was out to get Cosby. Y'all was out to make Cosby an example from day one. Anything said, well, you know what? If you achieve this, this is what's going to happen to you. And that's basically what it is. Like NFL, you can't, even, you can't even express your feelings about what's going on in your communities with these officers and shit. And, these, and, 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 and people all over the NFL, white people predominantly, Man, you need to go ahead and play the game, nigga. We'll pay for you. And you want to do this? Yeah, motherfucker, we're going to do this. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick said, fuck all y'all. And you know what? I'm riding this camp on that. Yep. I sure as hell do. Because he's damn right about it. He is. There's no doubt about that. I totally agree with Colin Kaepernick. I stand, I stand, I stand toe to toe with him on. I really do with him. I stand shoulder to shoulder, border to border with him on because he's right. We tired of being treated like you know second class people, man. They, you know, we many of uh, you know many of us African Americans were born in this country. Okay, we had other a couple generations of family born in this country, just like many of you have. And yet we're still treated like second class citizens. You know, you do you know Katrina? Prime example. In Katrina, okay. I mean not in Katrina. Katrina happened in New Orleans in 2005. The same I was out there that same year, matter of fact, a couple months earlier. But Katrina, when Katrina hit, what did they refer to black people as? African Americans as refugees. In other words, and this was the media's doing. The media referred to African Americans as refugees. They sure as hell did. I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off. And even Aaron Neville's daughter uh, actually said that too. Hey, you know, I didn't see her in, in, in a minute. But yeah, she said the same thing. I said, how you gonna refer to your people? You refer to your own people as refugees, really? They are refugees? They're not from other countries? They're here. They were, I mean, many were homeless as a result, but they they were not refugees, you know. But the media, when it comes to people of color, well, pull up, when it comes to black people, African Americans, we are always treated like second class citizens. What really, you know, pisses me off that, that this media is supposedly is fair and balanced. And they're and they thought, well, we try to uh, put the honest truth. No, they don't. None of them do. Not even the Washington Post down here. Uh, definitely not Fox seeing that. They none of them do. None of them are, are, are about fair and balance. And no something else that the media has done, of course, since the uh, the post day, the days of post uh, uh, Obama. Not all of the black uh, news shows. That were run on CNN and Fox and MSNBC, particularly with Al Sharpton, they don't—they virtually cease to exist anymore. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They don't give a fuck. They really don't give a fuck. They don't. That's a damn shame. We have as much to say about what's going on in this country, particularly about us, as anybody else do in this country, about themselves. And yet, we're still treated like shit. Even by the mainstream, the white stream media. You know? Someone else referred to it as the lamestream media, which it is lame. I'll say that too. You know? But to uh, all the social media people out there, keep doing what you're doing. Keep it, keep it honest, but keep it true. And make sure they hear you. This is for all to hear. My name is DJ Wolf. And the program again, my program, is DJ Wolf Live. I'm out. Comcast Business gives you the bandwidth you need to power all your devices. Get started with 200 megabit internet and voice for $99.99 per month. And for a limited time, we'll upgrade your speed to 300 megabits for no additional cost for the first year with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Offering 3120 restrictions apply not available in all areas. New business customers only limited to Comcast Business Internet, 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Regular rates apply after first 12 months. Three-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Monthly service charge increases by $10 without paperless billing and auto pay. Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com.